Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Uh, Derek, graphics for today's show. Oh, by the way, did you order that new software, the graphics software? Uh, no. So that was pretty expensive, but I found some software that's actually free. Um, in fact, if you free? want to say, yeah, I uh, made a new graphic with it. Oh my gosh. Hasn't anybody ever told you there's no such thing as a free lunch? What? Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. Free delivery, free money, free bonuses, free service, free dinner seminars, free, 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 free. What is it about the word free that gets our attention so easily and quite frankly, in many cases, sets the hook in our mouths to fall for all kinds of gadgets, gizmos, and sales pitches we might normally never think of falling for? Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement, and I am Tony Walker, and today we have a wonderful show for you, and here's the title, There's Really No Such Thing as a Free Lunch. And to help me explore this subject of no free lunches in this world is America's favorite financial sidekick, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed here this morning on, what is today, March 15th, 2022, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning to you and happy Ides of March. Today is March 15th. That is the Ides of March. Do you know about the Ides of March? Uh, no. It's a really it's a really famous theatrical term. Do you know what happened on the Ides of March? No, I do Just not. a little history lesson. Okay. Today, Julius Caesar was assassinated. It too brutally. Mm, that kind of bums me out a little bit. Huh? <laughs> and the whole thing about the Ides of March, not really anything to do with our show, the whole thing with Ides of March was that was the day for uh, debt collection in Rome. Ooh, now and debt it was collection, a, that's getting toward the financial world a little bit. It was well known as a very, very bloody and violent day because, you know, if you went and knocked on Tom's door and was like, hey, Tom, it's... Uh, it's the Ides of March. You owe me my money. And he says, well, I ain't got it yet. Most of the time that ended up in uh, Tom dying or, you know, you know, a sword in his belly or, you know, whatever. So Ouch. it became a really, really rough and awful day. So then with taxes season approaching by the time this show's on, so really the IRS is pretty friendly in this country compared to those fellows. Yeah, compared to then. those people, yeah. Okay. I've got a new, uh, more favorable <laughs> view of the IRS in our today's society. But, you know, speaking of freedoms, I guess that's kind of where we're going here. You know, the theme of today's show, and have you ever heard that saying, Aaron, there's no such thing as a free lunch? Yes, I have heard that saying before. Okay. So that's really what we're talking about, folks. But it's so funny how we all tend to fall victim to the idea that something is free. And again, even in the financial world, we're going to talk about this, these free offers, these free things, these free bonuses on annuities, these free uh, stimulus checks you're getting, these free dinner seminar invitations with their free steak dinners. Folks, here's what I've learned over the past almost 38 years in this business and working with over 15,000 savers uh, in looking at more free offers from the financial world than you can shake a free stick at. 
there really is no such thing as a free lunch. So today's purpose of the show is to really just kind of diagnose this whole phenomenon of why we humans are so enticed to fall for the free gimmick trap and uh, how we can put on some, I guess, better discernment about what is free. And if it is supposedly free, what is the ultimate cost? Because that's what I've found. It's not a matter of finding the free item. It's finding the item that has the least amount of cost that we have to look at when we're doing retirement planning, which is this, this is a retirement planning show. So Aaron, I, I asked you before we went on, you said, well, Tony, I don't know if I have any really free stuff I've fallen for, but I do have an example. I've got to share this one with you. This is actually pretty funny. Can I go back in time a little bit? Sure. Okay. Uh, were you born in 1983 or 84? I don't, do you, I yeah, don't I was three were, years old. Okay. I was born in 1980. So Okay. So if you received a free invitation to attend a timeshare seminar, you probably would have thrown it away at age three. You probably wouldn't have known when it when was. When I was right? three, I probably would have chewed on it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We gave you a free <laughs> offer for Lincoln Logs maybe. But, right. Okay. So these things are still around and, and uh, timeshares, most people realize. In fact, you, uh, I asked you to Google timeshares and you said, Tony, all I can find is stories about how to get out of them. <laughs> but anyway, this is a true story. So I don't know what it was. We must have got on the radar or something. But when Susan and I first got married back in the early 80s, all of a sudden, uh, and I think it's actually, now that I look back on that, wait a minute, we bought our first home in 84. I think that's what happened. That's we probably must what it have, was. There you go. You know, a lot of, t- a lot of times you worry, wonder about these free financial dinner seminars and you people are going, why am I all of a sudden getting these free dinner seminars? And why would a complete stranger want to buy me a $50 steak dinner? Well, what happens is there's so much information out there on us somewhere, somebody in these mailing services that these financial advisors hire to do these dinner seminar invitations has discovered that you're probably 55 years in age and older. Now, why would they target in their dinner seminar invitations, 55 year olds. Because they think you've got the money for it. There you go, and you're nearing retirement. Right. Yeah, that's logical. Well, what, I guess looking back on it, they must have scoured these timeshare people, people that they could find out, because it's public record, had deeds, right? Deeds to houses, that's public information. So I guess they assumed if me and Susan had enough money to buy a house, which we did, and by the way, back then, the only way, we had no money, basically. The only way we could afford the house, Aaron, is because back in the 80s, they had something called bond money, and it was supposedly real cheap money. Guess what the interest rate was? This was in 1984. Now, this was cheap interest back then that we got through this government-sponsored program for this special bond money for first-time homeowners. Guess what the interest rate was? I'll say, I don't know. I'll take a guess. I'll say 8 to 10%. That's really a good guess. Yeah, the going interest rates back then for a home loan was 16 to 18%. We got it for 10 and three quarters. And I kid you not, we thought we had died and gone to mortgage heaven. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, so we got in this home. So we start getting these seminar invitations for timeshares. Now, do you know what a timeshare is, Aaron? Can you define it? Oh, could I define it correctly? I don't know. It's, it's basically you pay. Well, I've been through a timeshare presentation before and basically it's you know, you pay X amount of dollars, I believe it's every single month. And in return, you get this, you know, this, uh, this vacation spot that is not really yours. It's shared amongst, you know, maybe three to five other, you know, households or whatever, but you, you have it certain dates of the year. Right. That's very good. Yeah. So really, yeah, you think about it and you can pay more money for more time, but let's just say you've got a timeshare 
uh, to visit six or seven properties located all over God's creation with this company. And you, your time is allotted to one week a year and you have to choose your time. And once it's up, it's up. And then you get to choose again next year. But you're right. You pay a monthly fee. There's taxes. And with a lot of timeshares, they're very difficult to get out of them. Uh, but anyway, so on this one timeshare invitation, I don't know what it was. Back then, the old cassette player Walkmans were real big. That was a big thing. And they were kind of expensive. And my Walkman had just gone out and I couldn't afford a new Walkman with headphones. Okay. And this was a big deal because these things were popular back then. So lo and behold, the timeshare dinner, uh, invitation came in the mail in exchange for four hours of our time and driving about 60 miles away to this place near uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. They were going to give us, if we would sit through the presentation, Aaron, a brand new Sony cassette player Walkman and headphones. This a Your prayers have been answered. Oh, and it was a picture of it. This was a top of the line Walkman. So I told Susan, I said, honey, we got to go to this. She's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> so we go to the timeshare presentation. Man, this guy was hardcore. He was pressuring. Uh, and then we didn't know this. They required you to sit down after the presentation to sit with this guy. And you had to listen to his presentation, which was about 10 minutes, with contract in hand and pen in hand. In other words, he was going for the kill. Right. And I finally said, sir, I tried to be polite. I said, we are not interested. I can't afford this. He argued with me. I said, I'm sorry, I can't afford this. I'm leaving. Where is my Walkman and headphones you promised? And I filled out the invitation and showed it like, here's. It's like my badge of honor. <laughs> Give me my stuff. And he goes, oh, well, whatever. And he walks off and this lady comes over and goes, here you go, Mr. Walker. And she walks off, open up the bag. Now, d granted, there was a cassette player and headphones in there. Do you think it was the one that matched the picture? No. <laughs> it looked like something made by Mattel, not Sony. <laughs> I think it lasted a week or whatever. But, but, but the point is, folks, it proves once again, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And in the end, as we've said, there's probably no such thing as a free lunch. So when I come back, we're going to get into the meat of our show today. Many of you are getting pitched all kinds of offers by the financial world. And some of these offers come with a huge price and a huge catch. So we're going to expose those for you so you can be on guard for the next free lunch that turns out not to be free. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Now remember folks, when you roll over your 401k with us, you get a 15% bonus. How's that sound? That sounds too good to be true. Come on, don't you trust me? What are your fees? That is a great question, and we'll get to that after we roll over the 401k. I think we need to get a second opinion. Don't get stuck in the wrong annuity. Get a second opinion from TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orner, and I just wanted to remind you, you can listen to past radio shows really easily. All you got to do is go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And when you get there, type in the search bar, the Worry-Free Retirement. And when you click on that, bam, you're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Okay, so just click on that, and you're going to find all of our past radio shows. Now, Tony, real quick, because you and I were talking in the middle of the break. Uh, so you said, you know, timeshares, and we're kind of whole, you know, debunking the myth and everything. But 
I kind of started thinking, you know, you go to Disney a lot, and I've heard you talk about the Disney, what is it, the Vacation Club or the yeah. Disney Vacation Program. I mean, isn't that sort of like a timeshare? I'm just asking. And the reason I'm laughing there, and it is, it's very laughable. So let me give you a history on that. Yes, me and Susan are members of the Disney Vacation Club. Yes, we did buy into this club, as they call it. Uh, in fact, at the time, we got free valet parking. We got free this, free that. By the way, all those free offers are gone. Right? Those are gone. No oh, more no, free no, parking. No more free parking at Disney with valet service. Anyway, but this is a funny story. So back in 2003, actually 2002, my late great father-in-law, Bill Moore, who was a very analytical man, very sharp man, um, very, very sharp financially, had bought into the Disney Vacation Club membership and wanted us to buy it. He thought it would be good for us. So I decided to research it and we talked and I can remember looking at him. I never will forget. I looked at him. I said, oh, wait a minute, Mr. Moore. I get this. This doesn't sound like a bad idea, but really this is basically a timeshare, isn't it? You wouldn't believe his face. He looked at me like, don't ever say that word. Don't I would never buy a Don't timeshare. say those two words together. <laughs> So, n number one, I never use that word timeshare and Disney Vacation Club in the same sentence, but it really is. So, nothing wrong with that, but basically, yeah, you are buying in. We bought into the Disney Vacation Club. We have points or time. Uh, there are certain times we can use that when they expire. We can borrow. We can bank them. But it's still, nevertheless, a timeshare. Now, the good thing about Disney, though, I will say this. Uh, there is a market for those points. So as long as Disney's pretty popular, you can, in fact, I can remember Mr. Moore selling some of his points and he got top dollar for them very quickly. So in defense, I'm, I know I'm sounding defensive here, but in defense, the Disney Vacation Club points, the timeshare, if you want to call it that, have proved to be pretty invaluable to us. And yes, you're right. We enjoy those very much. By the way, Aaron, you know, in the TV show, we always close the TV show, The Worry for Retirement. By the way, folks, if you want to ever catch the TV show, just go to youtube.com. There you type in Tony Walker Financial, don't you, Aaron? Okay. That's correct. Okay. But, uh, you know, I usually close out each show on the TV show with what the Bible has to say about money. I'm not going to do that today, but boy, here's a great verse from Proverbs. Folks, if you ever want some wisdom about the world's ways and the no free lunch ways of the world, check out what Proverbs 20, 25 says. It says this, listen closely. It is a trap for a man to dedicate something rashly, see that's the key word. What does that mean when I say the word rashly? What's that kind of drum up in your, in a hurry, right? To me like, yeah, kind of in a hurry, Logic, logically, you know, makes sense, whatever. Okay, let's stop there. So rashly, the too good to be true offers, the free offers, what do they usually have at the end of those? Uh, don't they don't they usually kind of like have a time limit on them? They kind of expire quickly, like act now, you know, offer in soon or Bingo. act by midnight or something like that. Bingo. So and the financial world does this all the time. A lot of times we even have products sometimes. We'll have certain annuity products that we feel are offering uh, good bonuses. Certain annuity, we'll talk about bonuses in a minute and what you got to watch out with those bonuses. Certain annuities that are offering higher interest rates that are getting ready to expire. Uh, so, for instance, Aaron, and uh, as we record this show on March 15th, 2022, with bank CD rates paying next to nothing, we have what's called short-term interest rate annuities. They're called MIGAs. And we've got one right now. It's a five-year guaranteed rate of 3.1%. And in today's climate, that's pretty high, wouldn't you agree? Guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you an example of how we use this recently with a comparing it to somebody who's getting ready to buy a bonus product and getting themselves in trouble. But the point is with all this stuff, some of these offers do end soon. So you got to be aware of that. Some of them are legit. But what the Bible's saying is be careful 
rushing into something rashly. And then the final part of that verse, uh, Proverbs 20, 25 says, only later to reconsider his vows. So what it's saying there, once you commit to the so-called free offer and then you look back, what it's saying is what really happened. And it's only sometimes when it's too late that you realize, whoops, either I got duped, there was a cost, or yeah, the Sony Walkman I thought I was getting was actually the one made by Mattel and was meant for a three-year-old, not a <laughs> grown adult. So let's, let's kind of take a look at this. Let's use an example of something right now that is very, very concerning to me. And that's the financial world pitching something called tax savings. And we're going to pick on two different strategies with products that I love near and dear to my heart, which are annuities. As many of you know, in fact, I've, I spoke at a lot of conferences over the years. I had one of the advisors listening to me talk at one of these large conferences. He said, man, you're like the annuity king. I mean, where did you learn about all this stuff? And I said, well, for the right person in the right situation, I love annuities. They're a wonderful tool. Uh, I personally own 11 annuities on myself between me and Susan. We I've personally sold nearly a half a billion dollars of annuity premium, just me personally to our clients. We have over, I think, about 3,000 annuities we've written. So again, folks, are the annuities the panacea? Are they the greatest product in the world? It just depends. But remember, if you're a saver, if you're more concerned about the return of your money than on it, if you're looking for guarantees, if you're looking for a product that will make sure that you don't run out of money in retirement, you're going to have to consider annuities, point blank. Now, there's a problem with this. The problem is many people that sell annuities are not what we call fiduciaries. So what is a fiduciary? Well, a fiduciary, first of all, has to be someone by law that's acting in your best interest, that's going to disclose, here's the key, disclose to you the pros and cons of any buying decision that they're going to make. And while annuities are wonderful tools, the problem is there's tons of different types out there. They are contracts. A lot of people, including people on Wall Street, do not understand these products. So you've got to understand the annuities, and hopefully you're talking to a fiduciary that's working in your best interest. But let's assume, well, even the fiduciaries, I've seen some annuities sold, Aaron, that were probably not the right choice at all. So even fiduciaries can really goof up on these annuities. So we're going to talk about two different things. The first thing is the pitch that's offered by annuities. And again, in some cases, this is a wonderful attribute. In some cases, it doesn't mean anything. And that's what's called the tax deferred savings. There's the key word. Is it really savings? But that's what the financial world will say. Savings of annuities. You see, most products, folks, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, etc., even bank CDs, assuming you buy those products with after-tax dollars, we're not talking about a 401k here. We're saying maybe you took uh, $200,000 of an inheritance you received, it's after-tax, you invest it somewhere. Any of those earnings, the principal, uh, excuse me, the interest, the short-term capital gains, the long-term capital gains, anything that's getting kicked off of that investment you invested in, is currently taxable. Is this making sense, Aaron? Yeah. You have to report it as income tax. And obviously, if you report that as income taxes, Uncle Sam is going to make you dig into your pocket and pay the tax. That's a real cost. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. And also, if most people don't understand economics, the problem is when you pay that tax, it creates something called an opportunity cost. So meaning not only did you give up the dollar to pay the tax, but you're also going to lose the interest on the dollar you had to pull out of your pocket to pay the tax. So it can get to be some huge numbers. So in that vein, if we just stop there, and all I said was, well, wait a minute, Mr. Jones, why would you want to pay taxes now? Why would you want opportunity costs? Why wouldn't you want tax-deferred growth? The obvious answer would be what, Aaron? You don't want, the, you don't want to pay the more money. Yeah, I'd rather have tax-deferred growth. Right. I mean, that's logical. 
Unfortunately, folks, it's not really that simple. Because, uh, and by the way, and here's an article, uh, not as an article, this is actually a product brochure by an insurance company, Aaron. And again, folks, you know me, I love annuities and I'm not bashing insurance companies. But look how this text is written. Now, this was approved by an insurance company's legal team. So this is how goofy this can get. So the, the brochure I picked up from an annuity company says, enhance your growth through tax deferral. So that's a statement. Now, you got to ask yourself, is that true or is that untrue? Well, there's only one way to test that out. You have to look at a specific situation. But to me, that sounds like a statement of facts, doesn't it to you? Yes. Enhance your growth through tax deferral. I don't know if that's true. It's, it acts like it is. Okay, so it goes on to say, as a fixed indexed annuity, again, we sell those, and I won't name the name of this company, our annuity provides tax-deferred growth. That is a fact. Okay, we're, we're good on that so far. This means no taxes are due on earnings until you access your annuity's value. That's true. When earnings are allowed to grow tax-deferred, interest on those earnings, I love this term, Aaron, experiences triple compounding. Okay, now it's starting to get a little goofy. So let's see what they say you get with this tax-deferred annuity. You earn interest on your premium, which is true, but you got to remember something. You would earn interest on any investment, right? Right, I mean, that's yeah. the, Okay, so what? You, on your interest, earned interest, and on the money you would have otherwise paid taxes on. That's talking about opportunity cost. Tax deferral allows for greater earnings potential over time. Now, I'm glad they put the word potential in because the only way I would know, here's the point, Aaron, and only a trained retirement specialist who's done this for 38 years would know how to do this. The only way I'll ever know if the tax deferral on this annuity saved me money is I have to wait to the end of the whole term, look back over that time, and compare it to something else that I would have invested in, right? Yeah. There's no way I'll know this. So folks, here's the point with this. Whenever you're investing in something, Make sure that advisor is covering all angles. So in this case, this is just a product brochure. What we would do when we're working on a game plan for somebody, we would show them how this is actually going to work with their specific situation, their tax bracket, their amount of money. See all these factors that come in, Aaron? Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that not all the plans are the same? You're saying <laughs> that not everybody needs the exact same amount all Thank the you. time? Thank you. Not all timeshares are created alike, folks. Okay. <laughs> Now, the second thing, because I got a race here before I take a break, because what I'm going to close with the show is pretty cool. The second thing I've got to cover very briefly, folks, an insurance company. Let's get this straight. I love insurance companies. I work with a lot of them. Don't work for any of them, but I work with a lot of them. They're in business to make money on your money. Would you agree with that, Aaron? Yes. They got to make money. Okay. They got to have a profit. So let me ask you something, Aaron. If one company was going to offer you a set amount of interest, let's say it's 3%, and another company says, well, we can't offer you a set amount of interest, but we'll give you a 15% bonus up front. That sounds pretty, well, I'll take you the bonus. You hear the higher number first, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll take the 15% bonus. But we're keeping in our theme where there's never a free lunch out there, so wouldn't you have to say, now, wait a minute, the next question out of your mouth ought to say, wait a minute, one insurance company doesn't give me a bonus, but gives me 3% guaranteed on a certain number of years. I'll go over this and when we come back. The other company gives me a 15% bonus, but no guaranteed interest on any of that money. Wouldn't you agree you'd want to analyze that a little further? Yes. You wouldn't want to just jump at the too-good-to-be-true bonus. And many of you are doing this, folks. You don't know the fees. You don't know the surrender penalties. You're buying these bonus products, and many of these people pitching these things are not fiduciaries. So they're not even regulated. So you're buying products. You're investing your life savings to get a bonus, 
and you don't even have any clue what the catch is with that bonus. Now, can bonuses be used properly? Of course. It's not what we're saying, but I'm seeing a lot of people get stuck in the wrong annuity. And when I come back, I'm going to give you an example of a client I recently met with and why he was so glad he saw us rather than jumping for that high bonus that he thought was going to be the be-all, end-all to his financial worries. I'm Tony Walker. We'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. In our time remaining, a really, really important topic we've been covering is there's never a free lunch. So what I'm going to conclude the show with is an actual case. I'm going to change the names and the amounts to protect the innocent. But this is what I see day in and day out. Folks, it's a little unusual for the owner of a company that has, uh, what do we have now, 15 full-time employees, three salaried fiduciaries beside myself, to be out in the financial trenches, literally seeing people day in and day out. In fact, on a weekly basis, on average, I'll see 30 people per week. In fact, just yesterday, Aaron, you saw how busy it was here in the Louisville office. Do you know how many appointments I had yesterday? I'm going to say like 21. Yeah, it was 24. Ooh. So I got here. We worked on the show prep yesterday. I started at 9 a.m. I did not leave the office last night till 8.15 p.m. Now, people, the reason I do this, I love this, but what I love doing is helping savers. And what I love more than anything is exposing things that I know are bad for savers based on specific situations. So here's a specific situation in case I recently worked on. So a 75-year-old gentleman came to me. He was single. He had $200,000 to invest. This was money he had had languishing in the bank for years. He didn't need it. All he wanted was some income from it. But here was the catch, Aaron. He wanted the principal protected. And as he put it in his words, he didn't want to tie this money up for very long. So I said, well, sir, how long is long? And he said, well, I'm okay kind of tying this money up for five years, but at my age, you know, I'm not even buying green bananas anymore. I don't want to tie this up for a long time. I said, fine. I said, have you been looking at anything else? And he said, yeah, I have, in fact. In fact, I talked to somebody recently that was talking about an annuity that I'm thinking about buying, and it pays a 15% bonus. Right? I mean, I'm okay. Big He's, number. Big number. I didn't say there's never a free lunch, but I said, well, that's okay. But did you tell the advisor that you needed this money within possibly five years? And he said, well, I, he didn't really ask when I might need the money. He just said this was the best thing you could do because of the bonus. And then I said, well, did the advisor tell you that if you get out of that annuity in five years, there are huge penalties to get out? He looked at me and said, he didn't say anything about penalties. Also, did the advisor say that that particular product you're looking at, because we're familiar with it, we represent a lot of companies, has a fee every year? He went, fee? He didn't say anything about fee. And he was getting a little riled up. I said, look, stop the presses. Look, let's do this. What if we set up a five-year annuity? Forget all these bonuses and fees and all this stuff, because we want to have access to your money, correct? He goes, yeah, that's my main thing. I want protection of principal. I want access to my money after five years. I don't want a bunch of strings attached or a bunch of gotchas. Okay, great. So, and now again, folks, these rates change all the time. So here's what I did, Aaron, real simple planning. 
I said, why don't we do this? You're not earning anything at the bank. We're going to put you in what's called a MIGA, a multi-year guaranteed annuity for five years. The guaranteed rate, this is guaranteed, Aaron, is 3% currently. Simple math, we're going to send you $500 a month, 3% of $200,000, right? $6,000 a year, $500 a month, guaranteed. It's going to show up in your bank account every month for the next five years. At the end of five years, guaranteed, all right, you can take your $200,000 back from the insurance company and do anything you want. And he looked at me real funny. He goes, sold. <laughs> I want to say sold to the little man in the sweater vest. But here's the point, folks. Do, should you rush out and even get a five-year MIGA? That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is, folks, whether it's annuities, whether it's too-good-to-be tax-deferred treatment of things, uh, whether it's free dinner seminars, just remember, folks, in almost 99.9% .9 of the cases, there's always a catch. There's never, ever a free lunch. And here's what I'm going to suggest you do right now. If you're retired, retiring soon, have a bunch of money that you're thinking about investing, uh, an old 401k, whatever it is, if you're sitting there getting ready to make a rash financial decision, don't fall into the victim of looking back one day having regrets. At least get a second opinion from myself or one of our trained fiduciaries at Tony Walker Financial. And it's very easy to do so. And yep, the second opinion is absolutely free. To do so, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. TonyWalkerFinancial.com. You're going to click on that Let's Get Started button. Information is going to be confidentially sent to our offices, and we will arrange to talk to you by phone. We call it the free 10-minute fiduciary phone call to see what you're up to, what we can help with, and then if it warrants, we'd be happy to meet with you in person at either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. Or if, you, if the internet's not your thing, just call us at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. You remember between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.